Good morning, it's Laura Huey here, and you are joining me for the I Hate Podcast podcast uh, through Kirmacom. I'm still on my first hot cup of coffee this morning, but uh, it's re- relatively quiet in the house today. The dogs are outside, so you know, you got to take a break till you get them. So Chewbacca and Lucy will hopefully not be barking through this. However, the downside is my brain is not fully awake. You're going to have to bear with me. Today's topic, finding your audience. I do not know of any criminologist or other social scientist that produces research just for the sake of producing it. I mean, yes, there is the whole drive, publish or perish, I get that. However, in an ideal world, in our tiny little shriveled hearts, we all want to be able to affect some type of a change, whether or not that's through basic science communication, like this is how research works, through to um, affecting public policy issues, using your research to do that, or using the, the research base more generally to do that. This is what, you know, this is kind of what we'd like to do. We'd like to ha- have our work have some type of a use value. To do that, you, and to do CRIMCOM or SCICOM more effectively, it helps to start out by, again, doing a little bit of reflection, self-reflection, thinking through, who is my target audience? Where, I mean, don't. It, here's the thing, there's oftentimes this like, oh, I'm just gonna put my stuff out there. Well, that's great. But the type of uh, media that you're going to use, there's some media that is more geared towards specific audiences than others. If you want to influence government policymakers, you're not doing TikTok videos. So you've got to start out by thinking through who is my target audience? Is it the general public? And if it is the general public, what aspect of the general public? Here's the thing with marketing, and basically that's what you're doing. With marketing, it helps to understand the demographics that you're targeting your efforts to. If you are interested in working, um, influencing teenagers, maybe you want to get teenagers uh, to start thinking about, you know, a, a future uh, career as as criminologist. TikTok videos are going to be appropriate. If you want to talk to the general public and you're talking about typically like older people, I'm thinking like 29 to, I don't know. 99 Facebook might be in a more appropriate space in which you target your efforts so are you focusing on the general public then we've got policymakers everybody's like oh yeah I want to influence public policy well that's great I ask I ask my students I teach EBT policy and uh, I say well okay great so where in government uh, health okay well in Canada are you talking about federal or are you talking about provincial are you talking about local? Uh, I don't know. I haven't thought it through. And and this is, you know, I'm not throwing my, I just totally threw my students under the bus. What the hell? I, I'll admit it. But this is not unique to students. It's, most people don't actually understand how public policy is developed and enacted. So, or regulated or put into, you know, guidelines and so on. So, Understanding the policy domain and figuring out where best you want to target your efforts is what makes sense. So are we talking, as I said, municipal, local? Are we talking regional? Are we talking state or provincial, territorial? Or are we talking federal? And of course, if your audience is going to be policymakers, the messaging that you're going to construct is going to be very different from the general public. Policymakers want to know 
they want to know the research, basically the research highlights, the, the basic findings, and what act, uh, policy outcomes fall from that, and what the strengths and limitations of those policy, potential policy outcomes are. What they don't want is a dancing video about washing your hands as a, as a health precaution. Now they might, in terms of marketing their policy, but in terms of input, not so much. Practitioner. I've spent most of my, uh, my career recently focusing on police practitioners and trying to do a couple things. One, educate about what type of research is currently available, what the strengths and limitations of that research are, as well as how research generally works. How, how do we science? So that particular audience and practitioners in general but especially police practitioners, they want to know what do I need to know and how can I use this? Now that said, in relation to education in general, what we've discovered is that, and this is no big surprise, people have different consuming preferences. This is all marketing 101. So in terms of how people like to consume information, uh, some people prefer, you know, 180 characters on Twitter. Some people like videos, some people like podcasts. I, I don't understand those people. And th this is how I got into the whole podcasting thing in the first place because I did one and the feedback we got from the policing community was really strong. And not just in comments, I, I never listened to, you know, never listened to your own PR. Um, but in terms of, we actually looked at different types of media that we were using, different programs and products, and we created metrics to see what worked and what didn't work. And with, with the police practitioners, we discovered that podcasts, which were easily accessible and could be listened to in multi, you know, they're mobile, right? You could listen to them anywhere when you have some downtime. That really worked for that particular audience. So again, this is why knowing where you wanna target your efforts is critical. Because then you can start to think about the media that you use and how you're going to start constructing your messaging. So there you go. I actually managed to get through all of this still on the first cup of coffee, but my brain is starting to sag here. So it's time for me to say uh, catch on the flip side.